What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Hey, everyone, and happy Friday. You made it. You made it through another week. <laughs> we're with you. That's right. And uh, this morning, whenever you're listening to this, we're looking at Acts chapter 3. And this is fun. Acts is a, it'd be an action-packed movie if it were a movie. Right. It's just so much <laughs> going on all the time. And right away, Acts 3, the story begins with Peter and John going up to the temple uh, to pray. And they get to heal this guy in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I guess before you even get to the healing, what stuck out to me was that these guys went to the temple to pray all the time. Right. Like this was something they did all the time. And yet this one particular day, there's this miracle that occurs. And so I want to give us just a little grace here in thinking that this is not something they do every day, all day. These guys don't heal everyone they see, everyone they touch, mm-hmm. every moment of every day. <laughs> I, I was thinking of, of Oprah. I haven't, yeah. don't even really watch the show, but I just know that she like, starts screaming out who gets presents. Like, like Christmas time or something. Yeah, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> I remember in college hearing some comedian talking about, Everybody here gets a humpback whale. You get a whale. You get a whale. And it's not like you're healed. You're healed. You're healed. But it's this specific instance where the Holy Spirit's working mm-hmm. and and they're obedient and they follow the Spirit and they, they pray. Right. So, they give what they have to offer. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. That's what verse. There's a Sunday school song that goes that's, that's kind of about this, about how. Uh, Peter um, Can doesn't you sing it for us. I actually, Peter and John. I don't remember the words to it now that I'm considering that. My my mom will sing that all the time. Silver and gold, I have none. That sounds I familiar. I don't know. It's something you know. You guys know it. I know you do. Anyway, it's just about um, Peter and John going to the temple and um, offering what they have up to the Lord. Uh, and it just happens to be that they have Jesus, something, something that we all have if we're a believer. And so uh, Peter says in verse six, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. And um, I think that that's something that just resonated with Clark and I as we processed this was that, you know, we might not be able to give you a humpback whale. We might not be able to give I you, wish I could <laughs> give you a, humpback a new whale. car. Um, but but we can give you um a picture uh, of this person, Jesus, and hope that the Holy Spirit would work in your life so that you could know this person, Jesus, too. And so um, just like Clark said, just the discernment process when you encounter people, this uh, what what can you, maybe you can offer them five bucks. Maybe you can offer them some kind of physical um, aid. Um, but even more than that, we, we all can offer someone Jesus. And then what's so beautiful is as you transition to chapter or excuse me, is to verse 10, is that you see this before and after picture of this man, this beggar. And um, verse 10 sounds like this. They recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And so um, in this verse, you see that people still recognize him, but oh, something's, di- like, did yeah. you cut your hair? There's like, definitely, you? <laughs> yeah, before and after picture. Right, and what was different was, okay, you're walking, you've been healed in the name of Jesus Christ, and that leads to praise, that leads to this wonder and amazement and this these these questions and these kind of this the shift in the atmosphere of like, how did this happen? Like, who are you? And uh, something right now that's just super popular to me, um, how I connected this in my mind was right now, I just feel like there's just tons of 
uh, talk about how, you know, you're beautiful just the way you are and you, you, um, no matter what size, no matter what, you know, kind of that language. And while I'm not discrediting that, I think that's so helpful to people to hear positivity because that's true. Mm -hmm. You are beautiful just the way that God made you. You are, um, you were knit together. There was intention and purpose and and 110% in that. But, um, actually I won't say, but I'll say, and, um, more truth to that too, is that as we walk with Jesus and as we are transformed into the likeness of Christ, as we walk toward heaven together, I hope that there is change. I hope that there is growth. I hope that there's a before and after picture, whether it's this distinct picture, like the beggar, where it's like, whoa, you weren't walking. Now you are walking or whether it's this gradual picture Mm -hmm. where we are transformed into Christ likeness. Um, that I think too is uh, a beautiful thing in this walk with Jesus that we come as we are, but we don't stay as we are. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, for me, I actually read the Holy Spirit lifted something new for me today that I have never noticed before. And it goes back to verse 16 and dealing with faith. And if you read the Gospels and you read some of the letters here in the Bible, you'll come across a phrase that says, um, Your faith has healed you, mm-hmm. or Your faith has made you well. And like theologically, pastorally, that can cause some confusion that leads to a little bit of a gray area. That can even cause some hurt. Right. Um, you have to unpack that a little bit. Uh, what does it mean that their faith has healed, healed them? Um, unpacking it, it's that the object of your faith has healed you. The person in whom you place your faith mm-hmm. is the one who heals you. It's actually not about the amount of of my faith in terms of like I'm a level 10 out of 10 so therefore everything right. I pray for it comes to fruition because Jesus talks about faith being the size of a mustard seed mm-hmm. but it's who your faith is in is the one who does the saving work and the saving grace and right. I'd press in a little farther and ask us who gave us our faith mm. our faith is a gift of God it's not of ourselves it's a gift that we can't boast that's what Ephesians 2 is getting at and as you look at Jesus Jesus is going through and he's healing people who have no faith in the Gospels mm-hmm. and who don't even ask for healing at times. Right. And so there are those examples as well. So with that being said, I'm encouraging us to still believe, lean in, ask that God would help your faith increase. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's Mark 9 when the man's daughter's healed. And he's like, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. And like, that's me. I want to yes. believe, Lord. And there are times I have questions and those aren't bad. Mm-hmm. But still, continue to work and know that it's the God in whom you place your faith is the one that does the saving work. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there might have been times in our life where we've prayed for something, specifically a healing, and it didn't work out the way we want. One of the most hurtful things that could happen is for people to leave thinking, wow, I, I wasn't good enough, right. therefore this person wasn't healed. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe that's true at all. We believe that God's working. He's inviting us to pray and participate in his work. But at the end of the day, it's God's will and it's God's way. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully that's helpful when you come across those verses where it says your faith has healed you. It's your faith in Jesus has healed you. And let me read verse 16 just so you see what I'm saying. It says, by faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you all can see. Yeah. That phrase, in the name of Jesus, kind of sticks out, like Clark was saying, just the power that's in the name, too. And one thing, um, I think that might be a little bit of something that we're missing in this time of quarantine, is we're not um, sitting in a church building, 
uh, regularly. We're not, or at all. Uh, our kids aren't going to Sunday school. They're not going to um, VBS. We don't have our um, weekly, you know, junior high and high school ministries. And so um, how often are you bringing up the name of Jesus in your home? Um, when your kid skins their knee, are we running to get a Band-Aid or are we running to lay hands and pray? Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that sounds trivial, but I think those are just seeds of faith that we actually get to give our children that we believe. Yeah. We believe in the power of the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And I just um, just encourage you, like maybe that's kind of an awkward thing for you. Maybe you've never done that. Maybe you do that all the time. Yeah. No, but let me jump in. A good example I saw Bobby do the other day is one of our kids ran across the street, tripped, carved up their knee, and they're crying like crazy. And so before we went and got like a Band-Aid, I remember we prayed for them. The mm -hmm. next day, I remember if it was Kirby or Cal, they got up and they looked and their knee had a scab. Right. And, and, and they in their mind equated to like, God made my body and God made my body to do this. So mom and dad, look, God's right. healing me. Right. And we said, yes, yes, yep. he is. That's yep. exactly how he made you. <laughs> and so just an encouragement to, um, to talk about Jesus. Uh, mm -hmm. with your kids, with your coworkers, maybe over your Zoom or um, with a roommate or your neighbors across the fence. Um, because I know that could be something that we're missing just while we're missing gathering together corporately. Yeah. So, hey, as we part ways, uh, we'll probably call it good for today. But just some parting thoughts. One, like Bobby said in verse six, what do we have to offer? What do we have to offer those in our home, those we are able to talk to, text, reach out to? There's a good chance we might not be able to offer them a humpback whale or a Lamborghini. But we can't offer them maybe a tangible act of love yeah. or prayer in the name of Jesus. Verse 10, think about the before and after pictures uh, of your life and maybe those around you. Hopefully that leads you to praise and saying, God, you're really working. You're doing yeah. good things yeah. here. And then lastly, faith. Your faith has healed you. It's faith in Jesus. It's Jesus' work. It's the Holy Spirit's work that's applying the love of Christ to our life, to our bodies. That's doing mm -hmm. the work. And so hopefully theologically that's helpful as you go forward. That it's in Jesus' name, and it's the faith that comes through him that's completely healed this man today. Yeah. So I think that's all we have. Yeah, have a good weekend. Have a good Sabbath, you guys. God, God bless. bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.